welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Hey, Karen. Yes, Jen. This is the year that I am going to be more confident and assertive, if that's okay with you. (laughs) All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Assertiveness as we talk about things. Karen is uh, always on the research for looking and finding um, various articles and such, and she found a great one that really talks about the behaviors of an assertive person, and we're going to pull out some of those elements to bring them into conversation here. So on that note, Karen, you're up. So, you know, let's just go back and and I'm going to do it again, Jen. I'm going to just read the definition really quickly of assertiveness, just in case anybody missed our call last week. And if you did miss it, go back and listen. It was good because, well, because it was good. Assertiveness relates to your ability to put your needs, thoughts, and opinions out into the world, even when doing so invites opposition or conflict or causes you to take a stand. So remember, right? Being assertive means respecting yourself, right? It's about respecting yourself and, you know, dealing with people in a way where your communication is direct, where your communication is clear, where your communication is comes from a place of real confidence because, you know, it, it's not going to be about second guessing what you might have said. And then it's not going to be about going over the top and being considered a bully. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the behaviors of somebody that really is an assertive, kind of assertive person. The first thing, like I said, is you have to respect yourself. You need to really notice how you feel. You need to pay attention to your thoughts, to your opinions. And and really understand and recognize what it is that you do well. And part of what Jen and I do, right, in organizations all over the world, we talk about leading yourself, leading others, and then leading the business. And with this whole respect piece of it, that is so much about leading yourself. You need to show up and you need to be able, you need to respect yourself enough to be confident and really, really be able to lead yourself. Yeah, I love that, Karen. And then also, if you respect yourself, then speaking up, let's just use in a meeting or ideas about a project or whatever, you respect yourself, then you also respect the team enough to be able to share that opinion, right? And then respecting the business enough because people have hired you for contribution, And so it's just an interesting thing. I really like how it does start with yourself, but it really influences the other areas as well. That's great. I think the next part, um, another behavior is, is clarity. It's about clarity and communication. So it's about making really clear statements about how you feel, about what you're thinking, about what it is that you really want. And so you need to get squared away and you need to get clear in your own mind to really do that. So be clear and focus on what it is that you do want. Because so often the voice in your head is thinking, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this to happen. But we really want you to focus on being clear about what it is that you do want. And sometimes it might take a little bit of practice if you need to think that over in your head a little bit 
and to practice doing this in meetings or doing this on phone calls or having conversations with people. Yeah, it really ties into it, Karen. I think that, you know, I'm going to break down the elements of what you said, right? Being clear about how you feel. And I'm just going to put it in front of each one. Being clear about what you think and being clear about what you want. So what that means is when people are really using the power of assertiveness, it's not just having a reaction and blurting stuff out. It's about thinking through those things that Karen just talked about so that you can figure out what do I really need to articulate? What's really coming up for me? Where am I sort of um, in my own MSU making shit up? Where is it that things affect other people? So really being able to express yourself, your feelings about the situation and not holding back, but doing it in a way that invites conversation and invites other people to uh, participate. And the next one we're gonna talk about is letting yourself make mistakes. And you know, it's funny, Jen, because I think so often people play things really, really safe, right? And they don't say what they wanna say and or they don't do really what they wanna do because they're afraid they're gonna screw up. And one of the, the things that I think is really important with emotional intelligence and with leaders and with coaches, it doesn't really matter. It's creating the environment where people are allowed to screw up, <laughs> make it okay, because we're going to learn from our mistakes. It's okay to make them as long as we're learning from them. And we do that all the time. And I think that this is so much where assertiveness ties into confidence, because it's not necessarily just about being able to make the mistakes. It's about having the confidence to know that if you screw up, you're going to be able to fix it, right? You're going to learn, you're going to improvise, you're going to figure it out as you keep going. And I think that so often people get so pigeonholed and like, oh my gosh, I don't want to screw up. They don't do anything. So they don't stretch and they don't grow. One of the big things that I used to do when way back when in the whole law enforcement world was if people were going to screw up, just if you fess up, mess up, and then no, if you mess up, fess up, and then we will clean it up. And as long as we can figure out what got messed up and figured out or, or things, you know, what kind of mistakes are people making? And then to learn from those and grow from those. You know, it's so interesting because we're talking about assertiveness and these different behaviors. Part of the allowing myself to make mistakes for me, I'll just share about me, is that sometimes I can get aggressive. I react to something. I fly off the handle. I uh, speak too much, too loud, too whatever in the moment because I'm in a reactionary state. Part of the assertiveness learning there is to circle back to somebody and to say, hey, you know, I just wanted to let you know, I totally recognize that I did X, Y, and Z. That's not exactly how I really want to come across. I still am passionate about the topic. However, I could have approached it different even things like that. So there's interesting ways to think about allowing ourselves to make mistakes. And, and when we sometimes do something that we're not super proud of or make a mistake, what's your typical reaction to that? Do you go passive? Like maybe nobody noticed, I'll just ignore it. Do you stay uh, aggressive to um, prove a point? Or then do you take an assertive 
approach that might open up the conversation a little bit more. You know, Jen, this, this kind of leads into the um, into the next behavior of somebody that that is assertive, and it's makes me think about allowing yourself to change your mind. And it's kind of funny because this. So years and years ago, and, and I'm going to go back to law enforcement again. It was seen as such. I don't know, probably very egocentric, very like, okay, you make a decision and you don't change your mind. You have to stick with that decision. You can't change your mind. And I'll be the first one to say, law enforcement, is, there's so many things that we did that were so antiquated. And I think that just by understanding this right here and allowing yourself to change your mind, when being open to see things in a different way, being open to have a change of heart, being able to see a different perspective, admitting when you screwed up. So it's so much better to change your mind than to stick with something and say, I'm sticking with this just for the sake of that. I made that decision and I'm going to be stubborn and I'm going to stick with that. This right here, allowing yourself to change your mind. It's almost like, okay, great. You know what? I see something completely different and stepping into that spot of confidence and assertiveness and saying, yeah, I'm going to change my mind. That's a real place of power. It is. That's good. And how about I share the last one, right? So basically another behavior of people with great assertive, uh, assertiveness skills is they don't feel guilty when they say no, right? So part of being assertive is not being a people pleaser. We're going to talk about that later on this month, but um, you know, about not always saying yes, about knowing where your boundary is, knowing where your own, um, capabilities are, right? So, so often we program ourselves that we have to say yes, and we feel guilty when we can't. Part of this is you have to separate. What do I really need? What's most important? What's best for this project? What's best for this other person? What's best for me? And then letting go of that so that when we say no, we mean no. And then we don't have to bring along some of um, the guilt factor that comes with it. And it's really about breaking that habit. So on that note, Karen, I think those are good, right? So it's about respecting yourself. It's about clear statements of what you feel, think, and want. It's about allowing yourselves to make mistakes. It's about saying, I'm okay with changing my mind. And lastly, not feeling guilty when you say no. Assertiveness is a skill. Not everybody's born with it or knows how to do it. And it's about realizing the assertiveness is being able to state what's important to you while taking into consideration the other person you're having the conversation with. So I love it, Kara. Bye. <laughs> and on that note, we're out. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.